0: Good afternoon and welcome to Great Sacred Music. Our theme for today is Holocaust Memorial Day. Holocaust Memorial Day was created to remember those murdered in the Holocaust. It's set on the 27th of January every year, so tomorrow, to mark the day of the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau, the largest of the Nazi death camps. Today, it's also used to remember more recent genocides such as Cambodia, Rwanda, Bosnia, and our It's a day that both looks back at the horrors of the past and forwards, aiming to create a better future. Every year, it reminds us that it is ordinary people who let genocide happen, ordinary people who actively perpetrate genocide, and ordinary people who are the ones persecuted and killed. The piece we've just listened to was composed by Gerald Cohen, an American composer and a synagogue cantor at Charest Tikva in New York. Cohen writes for solo voice, choir, and various instrumental ensembles and orchestra. And his composition style reflects, and you might have heard it already, uh, what he claims to be two equal influences, um, Western classical music like Brahms, Bartok, and Britain, and his Jewish heritage and experience. The piece we've just heard, Adonai Roy, is Cohen's best-known work. It was originally a solo a cappella melody and it's a setting of Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd. Adonai Roy means the Lord Shepherd. Uh, it was composed for the loss of a friend of his who died of cancer at 42. Cohen himself sang it at her funeral and explained that he chose it because it is traditionally sung at Jewish funerals and memorial services. Psalm 23 is probably the best-known psalm in scripture for those who come from the Jewish traditions and Christians alike, because it speaks of the care and nurture of a good shepherd, even in the midst of the reality of darkness and death. We know the verse, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Our tradition at Great Sacred Music is to begin by singing a hymn together. And so in a moment, we will sing together, O God, our help in ages past, and the words are on your sheet. It was written by the wonderful hymn writer, Isaac Watts, in the early 18th century. And it focuses on assurance, promise, and hope in the Lord. It's also based on a Psalm, but this time Psalm 90, Psalm 90 begins with, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Psalm and hymn both stress divine providence, God's care for the world, and God's immense transcendence as a source of confidence and comfort. Remembering how God has acted in the past is the source of faith for the present and the future. The hymn was first published in 1719 as part of Isaac Watts' Psalms of David. Isaac Watts himself was an English congregational minister, a theologian and a prolific hymn writer. He was credited as the author of some 750 hymns and quite a few of them are still being sung regularly today. Watts was credited for changing practice away from singing the Psalms as we have them in scripture towards singing things that are based on the Psalms, new poetry, original songs of Christian experience. So we remain seated as the voices stand and lead, or oh God, or oh help in ages past. Continuing with our theme, the next piece was written in memory of Anne Frank, the young girl whose diary recorded the life of a Jewish family in hiding in Holland and ends abruptly as the family are discovered and taken to various concentration camps where young Anne will die. Howard Goodall, the composer, is an English composer of choral music, stage musicals, film and TV scores as well as a music historian, writer, and broadcaster. In recent years, he's been England's first ever national ambassador for singing, the classical Brit composer of the year and Classic FM's composer in residence for six years. The texts sung in this piece are by 19th century poet Christina Rossetti as a teenager, remember? Richard Lovelace to Althea from prison and Robert Louis Stevenson. Goodall explained, and that's his own word, I felt strongly in commemorating the 50th anniversary of Anne Frank's death. In one case, and V.E. Day in the other, that the sentiments were complicated, mixed ones for people living in another society and time. And in each case, chose more than one text in an attempt to juxtapose the different elements and emotions. He also says, in Memoriam Anne Frank was composed to commemorate the 50th anniversary of Anne Frank's death in Bergen-Belsen concentration camps, just six weeks before the Nazi surrender in 45. It was commissioned by the Voices Foundation, whose cause is the promotion of singing amongst schoolchildren, a cause very close to my heart. So an association with one of European history's most famous young women seemed to me at. The overwhelming message of Anne Frank's inspirational diary is one of optimism and love. I therefore felt that although the circumstances of her life and death strike the modern reader as unbearably sad, the peace should above all, like Anne herself, exude warmth and gentleness. Our next piece has its roots deep into Jewish spirituality and scripture. It was composed by Victor Ullmann, who grew up and was educated in Vienna in the early years of the 20th century. After completing his school years, Ullmann enlisted for voluntary military service and in 1916 was sent to the Italian front. He was decorated for bravery for service in the war and made a lieutenant in 1918. After the war, he participated in advanced courses in composition and became one of Alexander Zemlinski's conducting assistants at the new German theatre in Prague in the 1920s. As Prague became an increasingly dangerous place for those with Jewish roots, he tried several times to escape but failed, and was deported to the ghetto of Terezin in 1942. While he was there, he was asked by the Jewish-run Leisure Time Authority to occupy himself with music, and he served as a critic and concert organiser and performer. Ullman was utterly committed to keeping music alive within the ghetto, and wrote numerous piano sonatas, a string quartet, several dozen leaders, and a handful of orchestral works and an opera for musicians in the camp. Alongside choral arrangements of 10 Hebrew and Yiddish folk songs that he composed on request. Eliyahu al Hanavi is the first of the two Hebrew songs Ullman composed for mixed voices in a ghetto. Eliyahu Hanavi means Elijah the prophet. It's sung towards the end of every Sabbath morning service. It's a prayer for the prophet Elijah to return and herald redemption. Setting it to music brought this traditional Jewish tune into the mouth and ears of secular Jews who would have otherwise been unfamiliar with it and symbolizes hope and trust even in the darkest times. On October 16, 1944, Less than a year after he composed his two Hebrew songs, Ullmann was deported to Auschwitz. He was killed in the gas chambers two days later. to music with a very different feel as we come to our second hymn to sing together written by john bell john bell was born in kilmarnock in scotland in 1949 and studied at the university of glasgow where he received degrees in music english and theology He was very busy in 1974 he was ordained in the church of scotland he's well known for his association with the iona community a community with roots in Celtic spirituality and a focus on justice and environmental themes. He's an advo- John Baird is an advocate for global hymnody and especially its application to the English language church. And so he travels all over the world to gather music and traditions from other cultures which then make it into his music. Our hymn for today, We Cannot Measure How You Heal, explores grief and healing through faith. It's said to the Scottish folk folk tune, Ye banks and braes. And so we remain seated as the voices stand and lead. Thank you for joining us today, both in person and online. There's an opportunity at the end, as always, to donate to a retiring collection in cash or there are different ways of giving on the back of your sheet. And do please join us next Thursday at 1pm for Great Sacred Music, details again on the back of your sheet. If you can't join us each week, you can find Great Sacred Music online on our Facebook page or St. Martin's Digital. 24 hours later, Fridays at 1pm. If you love choral music and you love the format of this service, do also join us each Sunday at 3.15 for Choral Classics, our sister program led by members of St. Martin's Voices. As we finish our time together, we listen to the second of Victor Ullman's two Hebrew songs. This one is Anuoli Mata, which is a song of hope. We're going up to the land with song.